0: In the memory of the tragedy of September 11th, I would just like to take a moment to remember the lives lost and the brave souls of our first responders during the devastating moment as the Twin Towers fell. You are all forever in the world's thoughts and prayers. Hello and a very warm welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Big Carp News Podcast. I'm your host Joel Harbour and I'm delighted to be bringing you a number of podcasts over the coming months of which we will be talking all things carpy right here in the USA. Everything from the history of carp angling right up to current times and absolutely everything in between. So whether you're out on the road or out on a session waiting for a fish or just relaxing in the comfort of your own home, Grab yourself a drink, take the weight off, and sit back as I'm delighted to connect you with a number of guests right here on the Big Carp News podcast. Our next guest by many is referred to as a true character in the US carp angling community. Growing up and starting his journey into angling from within the city limits of NYC and the surrounding boroughs. He is known to be very partial to never turn away from a high end hot dog when they're on offer. And of course, over the years has brought many carp anglers together by way of a 20 year commitment to the carp anglers group as the New York state chair. And as I'm sure you'll agree with me that this podcast was an enjoyable one at that, it's my pleasure to welcome to the fourth episode of the big carp news podcast, Mr. Ed Wagner. Connecticut State and um, I've come all the way up to Catskill Mountains pretty much, aren't we? We're right in the Catskills here. Yeah, we're up in uh,
1: Roxbury, New York. I guess maybe like 60, 70 miles from Albany.
0: Yeah, right. Now you're this is your new we're in your new home. We just recently moved, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I am in my new home. <laughs> old and I was almost there nine years, but uh it's all
0: right can I say comfortable now if everything's kind of settled yeah, down and finally settled down a little bit
1: after like I've been on since July and August getting here and moving and my family come up and help me and I don't know a lot just, going on isn't it? yeah missed my old place I must say
0: yeah right now that was was that closer to some of the waters that you would fish no only, it was only
1: like four miles
0: from here Oh, so it's really not that I'm far. I'm in the same area. Oh, oh yeah. Blimey. So you I'm know pl- the area, anyway? Yeah, yeah. No,
1: even my family's come up here since 19- we've we've owned property up here since 1964. As my parents did. Wow. Okay. So I've come up here. You know, so actually, I lived most of my life in Queens until I was uh, 60 years old. I drove tractor trailer down here. I went for a freight company for 20 20 and a half years I 17 years for Pepsi Cola. In the five boroughs And
0: try to So Avenue. you're a city, city guy then you kind of down Yeah Down through the city and So when I was 60 that. years
1: old Me and my wife We moved to Monticello And uh, I mean I have like A rocky relationship Sometimes But anyway <laughs> I'm going to see you tomorrow <laughs> Anybody who knows me
0: Yeah Love is never an
1: issue With me and my wife It's yeah, just right, right. Whatever, whatever. Uh,
0: It's life isn't it it, just, it is what it is
1: Yeah I'm going to see you tomorrow It's a birthday September 11th. Oh. She'll so be 74 like me I can't believe yeah. We got that old So fast
0: Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> Ups and downs and all that. Yeah. All right. Well that's great. And now um now you you were just speaking prior to so you said you had gotten out doing a little bit of fishing recently. Yeah, fairly like close.
1: Said, yeah, I hadn't done nothing. I just do a reservoir. I fish over here and stuff like that. And uh it's been fishing real you know, I don't know, it's been weird down there. I think My it's friends weird have been fishing it, you know, prior to me, but no one's fished in the last month and a half. I mean, I just went to a place and I just, I think I Saturday, uh, I sticked about 40, 50, 60 boilies out. And, uh, well, this Sunday did the same thing. Skipped Monday. And uh, I went on on Tuesday. Yeah. Got down here like four o'clock. I'm in my car. In the morning. Here. You get and, up and nice the and early. No, oh, in the really?
0: afternoon. Oh, geez. All right.
1: I'm 74. <laughs> I don't get a Years when I lived in the city, I used to go with my cousin and he'd meet I'd meet, he lives in Bootin, New Jersey, and we go to Troy. Well, I'd leave like two thirty, get to Booton, and we would be up there at daybreak at Troy. And come back down the and I'd go to work the next day. I can't do that now.
0: It's it's carnage down in that Troy dam though. That's a lot of work. It's a workout. It's not to blame. It? You can't fish there anymore. Yeah, it's changed. Like the old
1: place. Like, listen, I was a I was a chairman for for CAG for Carpangle right, yeah. for twenty years. I really was, since two thousand, late ninety right. nine. And I put a lot of fishings on it. We had a lot of fun, but now they- Yeah, uh, that
0: was the go-to spot, wasn't it? was.
1: Everybody went there. I was there.
0: talking with um, uh, Tony, Anthony Bright. Yeah, they went um, to I think they're looking at maybe- Yeah, they're trying to do
1: something on, on the 7th to 18th. I hope I can make it. I don't know. But, uh.
0: Now, yeah, so CAG, you did, a, obviously, your chair, you know- I was a chairman, chairman for 20 years. long but, time.
1: Yeah, and I always put two fishings on. I always put one on the spring, and I was in fall. Yeah. I did, you know- Good turnout? Always. Always, Yeah. Well, the thing was with me, I had like five or six buddies. Yeah. You know, they would mostly come. But what I would do a lot of times with that, a lot of people like would kick, you know, chairmanship is like a big deal. I never made it like that. You know, I, I did a lot of things with Kevin. But with the fishians, yeah. well, like Fran Linsinski, which I oh. miss, unbelievable. Yeah, I can't believe course. that. I do. I really I couldn't believe it with Fran. Because yeah. the whole time I was in this cop thing, I've known Fran. And we used to. He always came to my fishings. And oh yeah, the we guy was like, everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. So anyway, but uh, you no, know, with the fishings, I always put one on the spring and the fall. But I would reach out to people I knew, and I always kept right. pictures. So when I, especially when I had the the, the computer, I like I put you like Dutchmans. My thing was I started making hot dogs.
0: Yes, that's right. I me- I dog, remember coming to a right? couple that would yeah hot, the hot dogs, dogs
1: yeah. and then we had the road. Then then all of a sudden I had like a a, a flea market. That was nice. Fran loved that. We all waited. Fran used oh, to bring blimey. stuff. It was. So <laughs> yeah, I, it was. I would wasn't pitch it? pictures of that up. Yeah. like the eating hot dogs and the pictures of the fish. And it kind of spurred that. And a lot of times with it, you know, I would bring me the hot dogs in and say, "My brother Val and my, people like that would say, do you need anything?'" Well, I'd they bring some sodas. So like everybody chipped in.
0: Yeah, so everyone kind of bought something, didn't yeah, they? No, yeah, and it, was, it wasn't just the food. That, so, like, Everyone's their own kind of character, aren't they, in yeah. the fishing in the in the cartwell. So they all brought their own little piece to the
1: Yeah. And then, you know, through the years with the with the Keg fishings, I've always said like sometimes I get a person uh well just recently, I'll say yeah. uh, a friend of mine, Barry. He uh I know him like nine years now. He called me up one time here and I was having a fishing at Dutchman's um, Thomas Bull. Oh, yeah in Orange County.
0: A little mirror water, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I never knew him. He called up. He says, Hi, uh, are you Ed Wagner? I says, Yeah. He says, You haven't had fishing over there? I says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, Well, I've been in cave for a while. He says, But I just couldn't fish for myself. He says, and bab bah bah. I said, Listen, come. I said, you know what the thing is? You'll meet people, you see what they fish with, right? You get an idea. I says, i 'cause I'm gonna tell he goes, Yeah, I'll tell you. I because 'cause I'm an example. I buy more crap. You don't know what it is. You don't know your <laughs> sight unseen. Then you get it like, oh. Shouldn't have bought that. I shouldn't have bought that. And half the time, people know it for me. wait, way I'm selling People that say, when are you going to start selling stuff? And it's usually I have to sell something yeah. to buy something.
0: Right. That's the way it goes. It? Yeah. And, if, and I'm
1: and I'm kind of weird. If I don't like it, I don't care if it's brand new and I paid $200. I'm not keeping I got to get something back to buy the yeah. next thing. So if I sell it for 100 bucks, <laughs> that's me. So anyway, but with that, with him. Yeah. We've become great performers. We've right. done tournaments. We talk every, every other day here. And
0: that was, you just met just through a fishing. Through fishing, that you, fishing. Yeah, I right. said
1: to him, I said, that's another thing I do. I said, you'll see things that people yeah. use. He well oh, I like that. I said, you'll meet people. and Sometimes you really buddy up. I said, because. Absolutely. I, I said, I have friends. I have Miguel, Mal, Mike. you are really close. And I met them.
0: Right. All through, through keg. fishing. Fishings. Yeah.
1: I said, a lot of people. And then like, look what happened. Me and him and.
0: Yeah, now it's a lot, you know, yeah. life, almost lifelong friendship, isn't it? Yeah.
1: He got into CAG. He's the, you know. He's the yeah, I just had Ian,
0: Ian Sorrell on the most recent podcast we yeah, did. Yeah. Um, He's, you know, still CAG president. Yeah, keg yeah, keg yeah. President. So we, we talked a little bit about that as well. But it's amazing the roots and how far back yeah, it goes and, yeah. and how many people have you all. meet like that. Yeah, kind of connected through, yeah, just through CAG alone. Keg. It's like unreal, I've had you tremendous know. tremendous friends and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, there's a yeah. long, long line of friendships that have just come from CAG alone. It's just that of.
1: Keg has changed a lot through the year. CAG was like an opening and, and, and enlightened, you know, the U.S. to it. Yeah. And we've had good, like, we're well, lucky, i tell you too, we have Ian right now because it's hard to get his job, but he's one of the best, if not the best. Yeah, he's got think, his head
0: screwed on, hasn't he? he pres- knows, knows what he's doing and all pres- that. If so, he's
1: not, yeah. the one, the best present. We have some good ones through the year. Everyone, yeah. we're always
0: good at their job, but. Right, right. Ian really, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think everyone kind of offers something to the table that's slightly it different does. than the next one, right? So it was a different time, different thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fantastic. So, um, one thing I I love to ask, or I, mean, I always enjoy hearing um, from you know from guys that I've been I've been getting on onto the podcast is is how it all began in terms of fishing uh-huh. in general, not necessarily carp fishing, but you know the no, progression well, of you, how it started. You know, for well, you, I tell you,
1: I have an interesting one because actually years ago. I used to write a lot of things for CAG and stuff like that, blah, 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 and 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 I put a topic up. Like, topic was it never went. Me and Mike did it, but it was my first day fishing. That was, what it was supposed to be right. It okay. never took off with that. Uh, I, I, the thing was the idea of it because I was Connecticut. I was a chairman to put down your first day fishing, and I have mine. I wrote mine just to like document it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, okay. What was the first day you ever went fishing? Well, I'll tell you, I know exactly my first day fishing. I lived in Queens. Yeah. I had my Aunt Dolores. I was like eight, nine years old. Right. It was summertime. And she said to me, yeah, she really, since a baby, always watched me. we were really close.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: How would you like to go fishing? I was like, I never went fishing. You know, <laughs> so she went into Bob's <laughs> pet shop and they bought a, a drop line. It had at the time he sold them for, I think, 50 cents. It was a. Wrap line Had a float on it With a hook
0: So it's just like The line wrapped around that's Like it. a little yeah yeah.
1: yeah yeah Two of them She bought from me I remember she bought a, Made us a lunch We took the bus She didn't right. drive We took the bus At the Flushing Metal Park Okay That's where the 64 yeah. 65 World's Fair was And when I went there It was in the 50s So the fish in that lake Were from the 39 World's Fair And the 39 World's Fair There was Blimey. a There was a, a, a Japan Or you know a Pavilion Okay And they had koi fish and when it's done, they let him in that lake.
0: Because they don't want to deal with them after it. Obviously, yeah. they just kind of it, dropped them in there. The fish in this lake.
1: There were fantail <laughs> white and red ones with 12-inch fantails. They were koi. They, were they, were, they weren't they were that big. Right. So she takes me to this place. I don't know it was by a – Flushing Meadows was something. There was no Van Wicker Expressway. There was yeah. none of that. It was all Weeping Weller. Yeah. It was a beautiful, beautiful place. And We sat there on the side and she just put a loaf of bread she bought and she put the bread in the hole and just flipped it out.
0: That now, did it. she know that the fish were going to eat that bread? Maybe like, she so she had a gun I understand, yeah, okay. Hey, she
1: never was a fishing, but you know, like, yeah, this. Right. <laughs> That's, I don't, it, it
0: worked out right, didn't it? Amazing.
1: That place is to this day, <laughs> I passed it many times as a truck driver on a Van Wick and looked in there. Yeah. it's it, they've the, the 64 65 World's Fair really did it in, yeah, they took all the. They oh, took yeah. all the vegetation. They uh they actually uh put poison in the water for the for the weeds. It's for the weed control and all that, yeah. Thousands and thousands and thousands of fish around that thing dead. Oh must have terrible. Stunk and for years and years and to this day it never really got put.
0: Yeah. Man, but, but guys are still fishing it now though, aren't they? They do. There's never monster yeah. fish in here. Man, so that's how it all began for you. That's it. And then from there, it I just
1: like carp fishing. I like that. Yeah, I
0: like that type of fishing. Do you, I've done you do any other species?
1: No. Once in a while, I did trout fishing oh, yeah. because my my mother-in-law was up there and she likes to eat them. I liked flounder fishing.
0: Okay, so of, and crabbing, but yeah. Wasn't, okay,
1: like fly fishing. I don't. I'm, I don't like the stream, standing in the stream. I kind of like the casting out,
0: the sit and wait. I don't. Yeah, kind of more patient. I don't know. I'm I'm the same way. I don't mind getting out a little now and again, yeah. but. I really do enjoy getting to a nice big lake, yeah. Getting those lines out, yeah. and just kind of waiting. Yeah. Wow, what a fantastic insight! So down there and on a water like that, and just kind of learning to catch those beautiful. fish. Now, what would you do with the handline once you got them? You kind of just... Well, we never caught none that day. Do I, did you go back again? though? you must. have. I don't have, think right? we ever went
1: back again. I think I mentioned to my mother that my mother took. They used to be down by the by the expressway. It really wasn't an expressway. It was called the Horace. That was before the Long Island Expressway. It was Jeez. called the Horace Harding Expressway. It wasn't Horace Harding, Horace Harding Boulevard. Ah, uh,
0: before everything and, and, changed And they, out, yeah. And,
1: and from it came from, you see, it was a lot of brackish water. It came from uh, Flushing Bay. And it came, they have a dam, but it was, Flushing Meadows to this day it is brackish, very brackish. Right. But, oh my God, there was a dam. The water flows. I have a, I don't know where it is. If I had a picture, I would show it to you. Yeah. It was me when I was 10 years old. The guy took me with, a, with a, like this at the dam. Yeah. With a, I used to fish with a bamboo pole.
0: Just and, a line uh, tied
1: on the end of it. Yeah, I remember I caught a catfish. That's how it started. Blimey. Then when I got like 12, 13, I used to go out there by myself. You wouldn't think I should take the bus, me and my cousin, four o'clock in the morning. Blimey. I was like 12, 13. You think you could do that and that? No one bothered you. <laughs> and, and, there, and you had to walk there. there. was, Like I said, there was no Van Wick Expressway. It was the Grand Central. And that park was no cars, no cars were allowed in Flushing Meadow Park.
0: So you guys would just be walking. Well, you're probably walking along what now is is the highway, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was the big.
1: That's what's flushing with the big yeah, metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we walked down, but it was it was unbelievable, amazing. Couldn't
0: do that now, though, could you? <gasps> no, I mean, it's just
1: <laughs> it was a beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Man. It just as a, a, a real soft spot in my in my heart, much yeah. cool because I look at it now, and it's so beat up. It's just, it was a terrible. It was um, to me a very magical spot to this day. I get yeah, the, I could always picture me and my Aunt Dolores alongside that bridge in that spot, sitting there.
0: Have you been back down there, that area, since to fish? Since yeah, then, I know. Thirty years.
1: years after that, like a, uh, when they started that thing around the '60s, we were still fishing. I was in my teenage years and stuff like that. And then they, they chased you out of there, and it was just a long story. But after the World's Fair went done, I went back periodically. The fishing was never the same. Yeah, but you know, it came around and. I actually went there. Did uh, when I started doing euro fishing, yeah. I did do it that way, and tried sp- and, spotting. Yeah, okay, no better, no. And I had a a Russian guy come. <laughs> I'm with the spotting, and yeah, had a Russian guy come, and he had a, 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 a you know, a, a, he had a thing with like two pockets, you know, like a you know I'm saying, like an apron type of thing. Yeah, okay. all right,
0: yeah, t- yeah, like a little waist apron thing. It.
1: Chunks of I well I found out. Chunks of uh bagel cod, and then he had like five, four rods, no lie. And each of them had five hooks. And he <laughs> when I went there, I was fishing his spawn, right? I'm thinking, I know what I'm doing, right? Like, what does this guy know? Right? Yeah, right. He comes up there, right? He takes out, he had it all set, for his time. he goes, one hook, two hook, hook to hook, we puts it in the thing. Next rod, one hook, two hook,
0: So he's putting two, like two hooks on on the same rod, like whacking it out. Five hooks. <laughs> oh my! Five God. hooks
1: on each rod. Oh, and I tell you,
0: buddy,
1: <laughs> and half an hour went by. Here's his rod, ding, 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 ding. He got like a two
0: pounder. <laughs> he got a... one doing that, and that, that, crazy.
1: Did that place is amazing. When I was a kid, you could catch twenty fish a day. What beautiful goldfish! They right. were koi gold, with red and white ones, yellow and gold ones, fantail. You had to see them. Fish that I caught there, people would pay $50, dollars for them. Jeez. We always let them go.
0: That's unreal. Right. So that's fantastic. And now um, you're in retirement now, aren't you? Yeah, yes. The last so, uh, 14 years. How's that been? It's been fine. Yeah. You know,
1: I'm not the guy, like a lot of people say to me, so what do you do? I retired when I was 60. Right. But I had two bypass surgeries,
0: yeah, and, I, I was, and I worked I, for 10 right.
1: years while I had them. You know, I did. I mean, I couldn't retire, stuff like that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I was living week and, to week.
0: And yeah. now, obviously, some people, you know, jump for joy, don't they? Oh, retirement, this, retirement, that. I can't wait. I can get out. <laughs> what, what is it really like that, though? You know, if like, I mean. For me, it is. am. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm happy. To every, you're doing it. You're good to go. I was never a guy that loved my job. Listen, I drove a truck. is yeah. what I did. I didn't graduate high school, nothing like that. I drove track to trailer. I was a yard. But you enjoyed there. it. I liked doing it. That, I liked yeah. being out. No one told me. I worked, didn't work in a factory. And to me, not everybody. You, you can get a truck yeah. drive license, but not everybody drives tractor trailer. No, so to it. me, to me, I, it was something. I didn't graduate yeah. high school. I hated school. Right, right. To the you know man, but
0: it doesn't work for everyone, does it? The educational side of things. I, I was didn't never do it for me. Um, It was definitely was never my strong suit, being being in a school environment.
1: Yeah. Half the time, you know, (laughs) the kids send their kids to college and stuff like that. And, well, you see what's going now. Oh, it's, yeah, (laughs) with everything going on. Everyone's partying a bit. I don't know. Whatever. I ain't going to get into that.
0: Yeah. No, that's all right. I'm just saying.
1: I mean, they call me out party and their family costs some 30 grand a year. And then, I don't know, they come back and work at McDonald's, so.
0: Whatever, bit of a waste isn't it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this year you got um, you've been getting out a little bit doing doing some uh, kind of sessions and, and getting some fish on. Well, you know what belt. it is.
1: This year has been rough for me and stuff like that. I started off, you know, this year because the water I fish was kind of weird, and uh, and then July came and you know, July I did the Waddington tournament up oh, there Oh, from
0: the Saint Lawrence, right? Yeah, and that heat
1: wave. I mean, my it my, my friend pretty, Mike's yeah, he, we, we we slid up teams because we. You know, we yeah, do, was quite- you know, me and Mike do, uh, WCB, but anyway, but, um, so I did it up there. And then it ended on the 12th of July. And All when right. I came back to, on the next day, the place where I was renting came over and he said he was selling it. So, so
0: from there, it's July, just been like August, a-
1: been, and, and just that Saturday, like I said, when I went out uh, on Tuesday, yeah, it was the first day out for me.
0: Blimey. so you've been kind of non-stop since then, this right been, Yeah, till- yeah. This has been the slowest
1: year of me fishing. I've only been out. Yeah, I think personally. a lot of people
0: have been got a lot going on, and then everything else with the you know the COVID and all that going on. You is- know, what, it would also
1: with me too and stuff like that. You know, I'm going to be 74 next month. Right. I started in keg when I was just turning about well maybe, maybe late 40s. Yep. Okay. And then. uh like I said, when I was 51, I had my first open heart surgery. And then I had one five, six days later.
0: But I was in good shape. I still worked. Wait, so you have one and then- yeah, um, five
1: years later, I had another one.
0: Was that a necessity or was that just um, something could yeah, wh- had gone wrong no. with the initial one? No. That's just what they do. I had a
1: trip. I had a four the first time. Right. And then five years later, I just, I don't know. I actually uh, did go fishing. I uh, was up in Gillette, actually. <laughs> That's my friend Val. And- uh, I thought I had a serious cold. I
0: remember that. Really? Okay. I just didn't. So you had been like under the
1: weather anyway. I it? had been yeah, under it. Then right, when I right. got home that day, I said, "You know, I took off." And I said, "I couldn't lose another day of work." And then I went to the emergency room, and they said, "You have a heart attack." I am like, "What?" Yeah, it's weird. And it? I did blah blah. blah Make a long story short, they said, "You got name."
0: Yeah, but
1: three days later, I had a triple bypass.
0: <laughs> just kind of in and out, just like that. So now, so and what's the recovery then? like from from that? Um, Surprising, what? Yeah.
1: No, you would think you'd
0: be in total pain. When they, <laughs> I know, on, I know. It's some serious on. stuff they isn't They took it? a saw. It's no joke. Open, I know. And then
1: they rip you open. I watched it and it's like, give me, you know, God. right? But you know something? The only thing I'd say to someone who has it, when you, for the first week or two, or three, a couple of weeks, you have, they give you a pillow and it's a reason. Because if you have to cough or something, you better push it against your chest. Because <sighs> I did something. Oh, it hurts. But other than that, Everything else was yeah. good to go. Look, like I have, like they took uh, the vein. See yeah. still, right? Right. That never hurt me. Would you believe I can cut myself hurt? They took. They cut me all over here and took one big vein out from my ankle to my groin.
0: Jeez. Oh,
1: yeah. It's it's, it's amazing.
0: It's, uh, it blows my mind. I mean, it, I don't know how the uh, hell they do that. Uh, uh, phew, and blows look, my mind. I would have been
1: gone at 51. Yeah. A long time
0: ago. Well, thank goodness
1: for uh, medicine, Maybe. right? Mm. But the thing I do as much as well, you can see I should- I, I really don't change my diet. I'm better at it, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. There's that a necessity? twenty after and that flies,
1: Yeah. You know, a lot of people. This is going to go into a, a, a you know a no, medical right. thing. Yeah. <laughs> this interview is going to be kind of weird. It's, it's but open. I'll tell you something. I don't know. It's been twenty years. That I had it, I've never stopped anything. I do all the fishing like that. Yeah. I never do. I kept working the trailer. I don't. I watch my diet, and I'm not crazy. I'm two twenty. Most people all they eat is fish and chicken and they're like string beans. Like <laughs> my cousin had, he's like hundred and forty five pounds Jeez. and he just eats salmon and what you call. It. Yeah. I don't, but my <sighs> wife asked, she says, maybe that's why you last on sometimes I think so. Your body doesn't have the nutrients yeah, because you're, just you're getting eating. on with it. Yeah.
0: So yeah. knock wood. Yeah, right. I'm still going. Yeah. <laughs> so you're in good health now as we speak yeah, though but, and everything's I will say
1: this though. Yeah. It's harder for me now. I right. don't get out. You know all the crap we got to bring, oh. and sometimes you don't want to bring it. Like I'm, like I'm known for buying luggage. The reason I'm known for buying luggage is because I'm <laughs> trying to find the ultimate. You just can't. My bag, no matter what I do, is thirty five pounds.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. Because then, if you get a bigger, bigger yeah. like carrier, then you can get more stuff in it, can't you? Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're bringing everything in the kitchen sink, can yeah. not you?
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, my buddy Mike, my, you know, my, my buddy, he wrote an article like tackle to about bait. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, because it's true. You need this and this. There was a time oh, like there's take no f- Forty different baits. I have learned now that I go. So unless I'm at a tournament, I only bring right. three baits. I Like a pineapple, yeah. I do like the crayfish, banana, PB crayfish, yeah. That was something I that's put right, together. yeah, yeah. I
0: was, I'm gonna bring that, I like up, that. Yeah, as well. I yeah. like
1: that, and uh, and a banana that, that. that's it, it's not that boilies, but I'm much of a particle guy.
0: So, since obviously, um, needing to kind of reduce the amount of gear, yeah. have you got kind of got like a, a smaller, refined, like, yeah, no, like-, like with
1: the other listen, now I have, I have my hold all and I'll have my rods, and blah, blah, blah. yeah, and then I'll just have. A lunch bag, I have my rucksack. Right, it's a quarter, uh, and I you know, put in my back not a quarter, whatever, but um, a quorum. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then I'll have. Right. Unfortunately, thing that gets you is you need to say maize. I didn't bring maize last time,
0: so then it's the bucket of bait so, as as well. so I have yeah. you know, your
1: umbrella, I have my chair, I have you know.
0: It's just you just can't get away with it. It's not that light. Is it all, um, all day sessions you're doing now, Edward? Do you do any – get on any – obviously, other than the tournaments, do you do any other like day sessions? Oh, yeah. you know
1: I did it down where I am here, and sometimes you do like upstate New York and went to Beeville. you know, yeah, yeah. We do the Beeville tournaments and all, but I've been up there and done the shootouts with them. Yeah,
0: they're still rocking those heavily, yeah. aren't they? They're kind of doing well. Yeah, you
1: know, we've done that.
0: That's fantastic. Now, um, this is going back some years for me, but I think – I don't know whether it really came from this point, but a while many years ago, Mike 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 Dragoen gave me some boilies, and we were fishing yeah. up on the well-known uh, Tom Hannock. And he was like, "Listen, if if you're struggling, he's like, try one of these." And I'm like, "Well, what is it?" And you know, you you smell it and you get this aroma, but you just really weren't sure what it was. And um, he was like, "Just if you're struggling to catch a fish, put one on, whack it out, leave it, it'll go." It worked out that they were what I'm aware of the origin, you know, between yourself and Mike, they were the original PB crayfish yeah. boilies. Um, I had like six of them he gave me. So I held on to them because they worked, obviously. But yeah. now over time, you guys, is it right that you guys had this little bottle of oil
1: mm.
0: for, for quite some time, wasn't it? And then the guy that had the recipe or the mix for the oil passed away. And you guys had to find out The what exact
1: your, story You yeah. didn't know the exact story Because I
0: was unaware of But that, I, it came to light Last time I spoke with Mike That that's kind of what Had happened And you guys were able To kind of regenerate this
1: Yeah And I'll tell you It's a top bait you yeah. know. I mean, WCB has I, gave, you know, I don't, I'm that's saying, the, I don't no, know that that's, You that's can do what, that Because yeah. they sponsor stuff like that They, they did it Of course it But anyway How it happened <laughs> I was fishing At Troy In October by myself. When,
0: when was it? How long back was Whoa. this? Years
1: ago, right? I mean, what I think before I was chairman. i would be 99, 2000, okay. 99, something like that. And who comes down is Chris LeBucky and Franz lazinski
0: Back no, in the day. Very well-known troublemakers. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> back in the day, they were the main thing where Troy was because they used to fish at every other – you know, Franz used to tell me the fish were there because he'd fish and put bait out, and three days later, Chris would go there, and it was kind of that. And sometimes they fished fish together, and that's what – keeping bait out. Yeah, of course. You know? So I came down fishing. Yeah, hey, you know, not catch anything. They said, oh, no. So I talked for a while and Chris goes to me. He says, here, take these. He says, this is This it for me. I'm my last time fishing. He says, here's something. You're not catching nothing. This works a lot. I says, all right. I opened them up. They were sorted boilies, different colors, but that is, it didn't have a fishy smell. It didn't really. It was kind of yeah. weird. And uh I said, what is? He That's ah, actually, Ian at the time was a representative for SBS. Okay. He was. Right. And SBS had a crayfish. And that's what Chris said. I just SBS, I just mixed them. It's it was just an oil, is that right? It's just a flavor.
0: Yeah, and he just put some on yeah, and Yeah, that's mixed what it he did. And... He says, they
1: work. Listen, I'm going to tell you. I said, Joe, I must have had them for like a year. I'm like, they didn't. And one day I said, we just <laughs> try the thing. In. And I just said, Mike, hey, and you know, me and Mike just started getting buddy. up. Yep. And I says, yeah, look at these. And I told him the story, really. I said, Give him a shot. I gave him a shot.
0: Yeah.
1: And he said he went to Oradel Reservoir. And he said that day. I remember he, he was slow. He was fishing for England. His son was there Gaten. And yeah. uh they put a rod out. He says, Come on, he says, You know what? He, he says, I put one of those boilers on. And I had to go to the car. Next thing I know, Gaten's fighting the fish. He says, <laughs> and it was amazing. He says, and it just was. So it just was. Yeah. But the thing was, is that. SBS actually went into business.
0: Right, And the okay. last time
1: I called him in England, I had a small jar, and I called him up. I says Listen, says, "Listen." He says, "Listen." He says, "We we we don't have any of that left." He says, "I don't." Let me look. He says, okay. "I got a five hundred mil you. bottle, I and I got a hundred mil bottle. Would you want it?" I says, "Yeah, I will take it." Come here, oh. So he <laughs> said, he sent it to me, and actually, I gave the hundred mil bottle to to Val and Mike, and uh, and I had to, oh that's my own. And for the years I've had it all these years, I'm mean, gonna be wrong. I mean, that was in two thousand, you know.
0: Yeah, Cause it's the, pretty potent stuff, isn't it? You yeah, a it was little odd, goes a long, long old word yeah, doesn't it? And,
1: and, and for some reason, or another I used to like with the bait when I first used it, it was bait, banana pineapple. Mm. It seemed to work on that boy the best I found, and that's what I did. But once you put it on, I just stood on there.
0: Maybe it just enhanced all the nutrients well, yeah, and everything. The pineapple the flavors, it seemed yeah. to
1: do it. There were other crayfish flavors, but not like that. It Unreal. just was not. And then what happened? When we got with WSV, you know, we hadn't mentioned, me and Mike had mentioned because we both, you know, did it. And uh, would she be interested? We said, This is the fun. And She's like, I'd like that. We've never had it. So the little bit I had left, she had
0: it like recreated. Yeah. yeah. And they did. It's very much, yeah. And it's very similar. They were able to do I even had Ian,
1: when I was up there for St. Lawrence, I yeah. smelled, he goes, What it does, yeah. Yeah, It's the same right. Yeah, and that's, that's why it's PB It's not Personal Beck It's Pineapple Banana
0: Right Crayfish Yeah and the crayfish It does
1: yeah. That's one of her best sellers
0: Unreal There's something about it Yeah it's I mean I, I, Like I said I mentioned to you there. I got a few You know like a, a small handful yeah. from, from Mike at one point yeah. And they definitely They did us
1: something about it I don't know yeah, what it is Yeah, yeah. And, and I, then I them.
0: used them And that was it After that It has yeah. gone But Ah oh, that's great That's yeah. a, It's just cheese yeah. Now well, Um they're still doing that now, right? They're still still making those. You're still yeah. using those. Still catching we've on.
1: We've won, on. you know. Me, Mike, and our team—we do with the tournaments. Yeah, it's a great team. It just works. I mean, I'm like they're younger than me and do a lot of the bulwark, you know. And I do my share and all that, but we've won four uh, four tournaments. Jeez, and we won it with the crayfish boilie.
0: So it's, there you go. It says, yeah,
1: we <laughs> have. It, it just, works. It just yeah. does.
0: Now th- th- those tournaments that you're using it, that's all boil. It's all boilies that you're using, obviously. Yeah. Right on those fish, yeah, and they're um, riv- river tournaments. Yeah, Beeville. All, all for the Baldwinsville tournaments. Well, we right? did Beeville up yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've
1: done Connecticut twice with my friend Barry.
0: Are you doing? And then, are you doing that this year? Yeah, me and Mike. You and Mike are partnering nice. up for yeah. that.
1: I'm looking forward to that because we have never. We, you know, we did a tournament on the. When Dave Moore first had it in Hartford, remember?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they used to we do cup Carp, Carp Tournament Series. They did yeah, it yeah, there. And that was uh, – yeah. that's some that's some few years back. But it all originated from that, did I mean, so, Yeah. You know, Dave Moore go. did
1: do that. I mean, Dave Moore started Beville, ville Moore that. Dave Moore has a lot to – he always,
0: called, he always calls me grumpy – I don't know. He I mean, loves a lot you. Of people. He loves you. <laughs> <laughs> but, whatever. We're buddies.
1: Right? But yeah. no, he is much of gold. He had a lot to do with the tournament fishing in here. Yeah. It was real. It's kind of, I love it.
0: Yeah. It's a good, it's a different scene, isn't it? It's not for everyone.
1: I would rather now, yeah. at my age, do a three or four day session, and especially a tournament, than to go for a single day. Right. Even though you have to set up you set up and then you're there for three days. It's just, you know, it's just, yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, it's kind, it's kind of a nice way to do it, isn't it? It is, basically. it is. Yeah. And oh. it, it, it takes a little bit of the aggravation of just going for a few hours, setting up, packing up, and Yeah, it's so home, much fun.
1: Like when we did the, the Bevel tournament, and it, it was the, the monsoon. Syracuse never had that much <laughs> rain. I don't know if you remember. heard I do, of that.
0: I do remember Never
1: it. had that much rain. Water rose quickly, un- didn't un- it? Unbelievable. But- <laughs> We, we just luck. We started out slow, but as it went, we started just getting, you know, we had like and fish. All of a sudden, we got a 27, another 27. Another, we wound up with, we had six, you need six fish, right? Four 27s and a pair of upper 26s. Yeah. It was like constant. We never, in our tournaments, you've never caught a 30, but we've always been like that. Consistent. And I'll tell you, the story yeah. with that monsoon was really funny. That morning- we were close. We were close.
0: Like to, to tie in with someone? Or? Yeah, we yeah, were just okay.
1: ounces close. Oh, me yeah. So uh,
0: <laughs>
1: it's the last morning and it got, it cleared right out. Like one of them real fronts come in. It was This is October. It was chilly.
0: So it goes. It's cold, like, you know, when you really well. don't
1: catch nothing. Those cold things, oh, blue skies, windy, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we were catching fish. So it was like around 11 o'clock. You packed up, I think, like 12 or 1, something like that. So Mike says, i want to go get my car. You know, you can't leave your car. He says, I'm going to go get my car. Yeah. So I, he went to get his car and found so I started taking down my tracker. You know, I didn't hear nothing. I happened to look at Mike's rod. And it looks like, I thought maybe it was weed. But when I looked, <laughs> I could see his spool. Spinning so it went away. over. Oh, I picked I just valve, valve, valve. He almost spooled them. Yo, it was hot. I could see his – he has like a – Oh, god, You know what I'm saying? Are you so much – this fish had been running for some time, obviously. How I ever got him in,
0: I'll never know. So you actually got all the line back, the fish back, got it in the Before net. it was alongside your the- <laughs> shot. And that fish, what, helped I, bump you guys up to like a, the next we level? We get it. I said to Val, I said,
1: that looks like a good fish. <laughs> get it. I even fell, stepped out my foot in the water. <gasps> also, we get it. We put in a sack. 27, what you call it? And Mike comes up, he says, well, I says, yeah, Mike, Jeez. we just got a good fish. He says, well, we need to sell over 20. I said, Mike, it's like 27.9. <laughs> he was like, get out of here. And we beat that. We, we, we got into the money. Oh, right? with like, that fish. Yeah. yeah one pound, wow. A couple of ounces. That was a good
0: story. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny yeah. how those tournaments can turn yeah. around like that, isn't it? Up there, yeah, the river's loaded with fish up on that river, the Seneca River. Though, oh, it? it's, it's weird actually. We, would, um, you know, something that's come up, um, as I've been kind of doing these podcast episodes, everyone that I've had on, we've all kind of touched on the fact that over the years, especially now. Fish sizes have kind of dwindled off. Numbers are somewhat still there, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yes. You know, um, there and on the Saint Lawrence. So the yes. and the, so it seems like the river fish even move out to a different zone, maybe or something. But have you have you noticed that as well? Like when you've done, yeah. That?
1: Oh no, yeah. Beeville is not watchable like it was.
0: Right, because no I remember way. years ago, two thousand eight, you'd be people About would be a, getting over a thousand pounds of fish in. a yeah, oh, you know, yeah. In a few, you know in a now it's. Days. Also, so, so
1: don't get me wrong, like you know they just had a shootout up there and they caught some nice fish, 27, 26, but they're not getting their numbers anymore. Yeah, and it's not that many big fish.
0: Yeah, what what in your mind? What do you think does that? I mean, I you think they smarten enough. You really think so? I
1: think they do. And another thing noticed too is that pack used to kill it up there. It yeah. still gets them. But a lot of guys are doing boilers. A lot of times when we right. did the tournaments, we used – I was. I would. I for many couple of years. I really favored pack. I really did.
0: Like the pack. pack so for the it's listeners, pack, pack bait is like yeah. It's, it's like the southern style. pack Yeah, bait fishing, you know a lot I mean. of guys
1: say to you, pack bait. I, when I did the pack bait, I should talk to Mister Big a few times. I mean he's secretive, but still we he liked we liked each other, and yeah. you know I fished pack bait like they fish. I'd have a one a half ounce. Egg sinker.
0: Inline sliding sinker. A little sinker, rubber yeah, bead, bead. yeah. And
1: I put a, you know, three-inch thing there, and I put a puff. But what he also uses, I would just put a little uh, rubber uh, piece of foam on it. I cut a little piece of foam, sure. a little teeny, As a hook bait, you mean? Yeah, as a little yeah. teasy foam, just, it wasn't a bait. It was just to keep the, the hook up a little bit. I would cut it, it was a little teeny okay. piece that would make the hook just wouldn't sink in the thing. Just so to balance was, it,
0: neutral. And that was yeah, no yeah.
1: bait. Right. I would put a little flavor on it, but I'd put my oats around that. I didn't put them on no lead. Wow. And okay. the thing was, it is because pack bait, and so as the, the fish is
0: obviously like yeah. sucking up at the uh, the pack bait. The pack it is, is your sucks bait, not not the,
1: hook. Not the yeah. thing. Even the puff is not the bait. Yeah. It's the pack that's the bait. When they suck up that oats, all that oats is going over. And here's this thing. That's why when I had that hook there, that was even more detrimental to catching them because the puff is visual. There was nothing there. They didn't see nothing. Some guys even use bare hook, because it's not the pickup; it's the pack.
0: Yeah, so they're just kind of sucking away at that, and then they're yeah. not, they're nailed by that. That's the hook, why something yeah. could be deadly once they get going. Now, when deadly. fishing like that, do you, did you find the the fish would still run off like they like, yeah. do? Yeah, screaming runs, or would you wouldn't have to worry about setting that? No, like, like you
1: see these guys, they hook them like
0: yeah. Oh really my! I had them. a no.
1: Be like normal. Once they hooked, yeah. they're hooked. Off they go. Right, you know, you know, Lakers have it uh, straight, and it's they like forty pound test. There's no drag, right?
0: Different, they don't use no drag. They're have yeah, different locked reels up. and everything, isn't it? The, yeah, like baitcaster. But reels, I was almost. fish
1: just like you know, like we were fishing ledger. Jeez. I would just keep it taut. You know, same with the bobbin.
0: That now, obviously, now you're doing the more kind of boiling. Yeah, approach, because right? the, when
1: I did a tournament, a lot of times when we started tournament, you know. Mike and Val, watch a call, cool. we we do the boil everything, we yeah. we figure out a thing and stuff like that. And uh and I would try it in
0: the pack. Yeah.
1: Uh, it, it just wouldn't do it. And then I'd switch over to boiling. We went straight, and a lot of times it was that pig PB crayfish.
0: Now, when you guys start off for these tournaments initially, when you kind of open gates, the bell goes and you guys start pre-baiting, like baiting up-wise, do you start with particles to get the fish moving or do you just me go Val, straight in with the
1: us our team there, yeah, me, Val and Mike, we'll sit down and we'll say, listen. What do you think? We'll put together particles. Mike makes a nice particle. Yeah. He has oils, and uh, we crush up some boilies and blah. Just tight nuts, the whole thing. Kind of, yeah, know, yeah, everybody yeah. knows it, right? And we'll say, like this: You want to spot, long range, three quarters rain. And once we we agree on a thing, we'll, we'll clip look a it sign up
0: or whatever. Yeah,
1: and we'll put that out there. Yeah, but while we once we get that out there, we'll stick boilies at further, and we'll stick boilies, stick boilies, stick boilies, stick boilies and just keep on sticking boilies. Yeah. And if we catch a fish we just put a couple more boilies. A few more on top. And then yeah. at night, we put the spot mix again. We'd always have that smart mix, but yeah. the spot mix was always kind of like in closer. But eventually, eventually- And then it you be taper almost- that
0: off towards the end of the tournament, and then just- you a way. At that point, you're yeah. kind of just feeding did, the boilies, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 mean, I've, I've, I love a, a boilie approach to yeah. anything. I, I mean, obviously, spring months are slightly different. I just tend to kind of do particles, but- Boilies are kind of proven, aren't they? Like the nutritional benefits that fish get.
1: The only thing I'd say with boilies, it's it's. Listen, you can catch them if you go there cold, but it's yeah. not an instant bait. No, it's,
0: it's nothing. isn't nothing. It? That's
1: why you can go with maize, one more or a tiger nut.
0: Yeah, oh, tiger nut.
1: tiger nuts, What you call it? Or it's if you think of like lily pads, like you look at it, they're kind of similar. They're like they look like a, that's what they like. I'm, I believe they like, like you know it's kind of a root type of thing. Yeah, whereas a boilie – but I think if you – like I have a buddy of mine who uh, – straight boiling guy. Yeah. We, we, I already went fishing the Goodyear Lake, and we went there for like four days. For three days, he didn't catch nothing. We were catching things. I was using pack. We were using uh, – <laughs> we, I, I was using the puff and the pack. He wasn't catching nothing. Unreal. And then finally, that night before he left, boom, they got on his boilies, shut everybody down. Boom. He must have caught fifteen fish that night. His name is Neil. <laughs> yeah. And the next day, and then, but once that place got a, got an uh, on the boilie. Yeah. Every time you went, they didn't really want the puffin pack. They that once that lake got got the boilie.
0: Yeah, just that introduction period. That was isn't it? it. And then once it, yes. once it's established, the yes. fish find it. They remembered it. They keep going back for it, don't they? Just, yes, they I, do. It blows my mind how these. I mean, the, the it's fish amazing. Are just. Unreal creatures that can just yeah. zone into that stuff. Now, talking of bait, I heard a little story um, from one of your good friends um, that uh, at one point you had a, a visitor uh, in the in the form of a bear that tried to get in through a window. Oh, my house. That's <laughs> the last house I had here. So can you tell what, – what the heck happened? <laughs> That's where
1: I live. I lived there about a year. And at the time when I moved there, you know, I'd make up a bucket of maize and i leave it outside with the lid.
0: While and, it's soaking, right?
1: Yeah, it's soaking, yeah, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And then the, I had a spare bedroom. I had no garage, but I used to keep a lot of That's why I said it was a pretty big house. And I keep a lot of my flavors on the shelf. And it smelled all right, you know, nice. And I'm sure, like yeah. But <laughs> all of a sudden I noticed, I'll tell you, all of a sudden the bucket of maize. How heavy a bucket of maize is a five-gallon bucket of maize. It's gone. I'm like, where the hell is my my bucket of maize? I'm looking around his property. It was a beautiful property, big then I walked into the woods and up thing, and there's the bucket opened. I'm like, what? my brother said, maybe it was a raccoon. I'm like, raccoon. There oh, is a raccoon. So <laughs> I, I I left it out again. And then this one night, I'm in bed. like three o'clock in the morning. I hear something. Oh, geez. I was like, wow, maybe it was a raccoon or something. I felt like something was scraping the side of the house, right? So I get up. So I had when they come out of my bed, my here's the, and there's a spare bedroom had uh, right next to me. So I came out through the living room and went to the kitchen, put the kitchen light on. I'm looking out there. I don't see nothing, but I still hear something. What the? So I says it's in the spare bedroom. I open up the spare bedroom door <laughs> and put the light on, and here's this bear. His two feet were – and he was trying to get – he ripped my screen out because it was summertime. I left the window open and he smelt, I guess, all the wow. smells. And here he is and now he's stuck. <laughs> and, I, and at first I went like, whoa, whoa, right? And I So had he's got a, his head through
0: the window, yeah, front legs yeah. are through.
1: and so. To the self, I had this shelf with all kinds of shit, the flavors. Yeah. And I had spray paint that I sprayed my leads. Well, I don't know. I just grabbed it up and threw it at him and I hit him <laughs> right in the head. And it really startled. And he backed out. It was like a lucky one in a million. But yeah. And then I, I actually called the DEP and they just said uh, there was a farm up there with Had it and they, they shot him three days later. They they, they had oh, to get rid of him because yeah. they don't do that, he says. And he was like 350 pounds. He was joked. His really head was bad, just big it, as. It?
0: Was four, I'm telling you. What if he had gotten in? What would you have done if he'd gotten in? Imagine if he got in there? Well, he was halfway through already, yeah. wasn't he? But
1: <laughs> I I'll tell you, cared. when I looked outside, he, he he ripped my screen door in the kitchen. I almost moved then. Because I'm like, this listen, this bear wanted to get in the front door. Now he's in here. What the hell am I gonna do if he gets in here one time?
0: So he just get he just got obviously got a good whiff of something he wanted, yeah. and that was it, no stopping yeah. him. Yeah. But to that day, I never left one
1: open in that house, <laughs> and I never put bait
0: out again. Now, um, that oh just unreal. What? How? How do you do your bait prep now? Um, now you've moved. Do you, you,
1: now, then, now I got to get used to it because this is different. Yeah. The other house, I had no garage, but I had a spare bed. And it was a big house. Like this is seven hundred square feet. That was eight, 1,500. Right. And the spare bedroom was, you know, two beds and like that. And so you had a little bit I, more room. Yeah, yeah I see right. all my stuff under the beds. I made the shelf and the thing there. And and when I did, I live alone. Yeah. If I did okay. bait, I had a deck, a big deck. So you can
0: just do it. I'd all boil
1: out. it outside, yeah, and I'd yeah. have my bait buckets in the kitchen. I had a, I had a. A, uh, I guess a hutch type thing.
0: Okay, it yeah. was just
1: flavors and baits. I mean, so it was like a it was like a a fishing clubhouse, and I kept it really nice. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. If anybody yeah. came here, but it was that. I mean, if my wife was with me, <laughs> no way. You're gonna have like three buckets of bait in there, and I'd have boily buckets. I and then thing I had a garbage pail with my uh, maize. Then I had another thing with my panko and. <laughs> Stocked it was up, like really a, a single fisherman's dream, but I kept it really nice. You wouldn't Jeez. know it, but over here it's different. I have a little shed, so, so
0: you can keep stuff stored. I can, in here, but it ain't the recent-
1: same at the convenience. When I yeah. if I want to tie rigs or do my thing, I just went in the bedroom.
0: In your room, in your fishing room, I had like, a big yeah. box that I just keep everything in. Yeah,
1: and I take it out living room, put it over my couch, and my counter, and I hook links out there, and
0: yes. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds like play well, baby baby baby. Sounds like me a little bit now with home life. I've got, yeah, a, I've play a around closet. with rice pack,
1: yeah, make a rice
0: pack, try different ways to make it.
1: Yeah, tie the hook links, sit there. I remember on the dress where I had the things there, I had like really like uh lead core lines all
0: hung up, stretched out. <laughs> yeah,
1: like if I, someone was with me, or one was like, no, I, I, I always knew it was like a little. Ridiculous.
0: Hey yeah, but you gotta live car fishing innit? You can't yeah. <laughs> it was
1: great. The place was great. It
0: just was. Yeah. Well now, um no right Yeah, nice. now you here. you still do the same kind of thing. Yeah, get used to smaller, it. smaller yeah, yeah. scale, right? Now, so um, in the fall months now, aren't we? So uh, obviously for a lot of, lot of guys that do yeah. what we enjoy, the carp fishing, coming up for prime time, isn't it? Almost now we're really there. Yeah,
1: I'd rather go in the, in the fall months than the spring. Just, in my opinion, the spring months, forget about it. I mean, people like, oh, they're hungry. No, they're not hungry. They feed all through the winter, in my opinion, and they're not hungry. Mm. What, I, what I like more fall, I think. You could keep them going through the whole year if you want to keep on doing it because they're used to feeding. And if you keep feeding keeping feeding going in an area, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Even though it
1: gets cold, they're used to feeding and feeding. Whereas the spring, if you don't fish your day and they, you know, to get them going, like, yeah, it's a waste of Long time. A lot more
0: work. No. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, obviously, um with with the way the weather's been recently and now, all of a sudden it's almost just kind of just flipped flipped over it very quickly. Yeah. I've not on the way up, I mean, normally you wouldn't get the you know, you, you see you wait for the colours, I wait for the colours on the trees to change and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this time last year was definitely nowhere near what it is now. Yeah. And it's all of a sudden. Yeah. Did you, what what do you make of that? Do you think it's going to make things a little different for, for weather and stuff coming up, um, you know, no, going into the fall?
1: No, no, it was crazy. It was, a, it was a weird spring, right? And then all of a sudden it got yeah. to be a hot streak. When I, for July and August, when I moved crazy, in, it was really ridiculous. Hot. And now it's starting to cool down. Like I said, it was, inter- it was interesting when I fished the other day. Like I didn't finish actually when I went down here the other day. Mm. Like I said, I was set up at – when I got set up, it was like, I got there at 4 o'clock. By the time I got my stuff, got everything set out, s- sticked about 50 or 60 boilies, assorted boilies, nothing. Right. And uh, it was quarter to five. Well, I think it was uh, quarter to five. So about 10 to six, I got a run. It was a big catfish. Sure. Jeez. So uh, I tried this. this I, no. I like these little dumbbells sometimes, but I, I tried one of the concepts uh Hemp madness things they have out there—that's sort of a pop up. So I put that out there, and uh, like twenty-five assists, I got this screamer, and he was taking—I knew it. Yeah, Yeah, you you know, he he was got
0: good none. One thing about the (laughs) reservoir down here,
1: he must have took two hundred yards. He just kept on going. I had to even cup it. I didn't want to tighten the dread I I wanted to just stop him. I, you know, he he was taking a lot of line. Is it it deep deep water there? Yeah, I guess that's about. (laughs)
0: Drops off pretty pretty deep.
1: Yeah. The reservoir is weird. It gradually goes down like this, right? And it'll go to 30 feet. Before, but there's a, it's it's like a crater. One time the, wa- the water oh, went down so low. It's like a major crater. Like you see these moon craters? Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: just kind it of like went someone down, like, dropped a bomb in it. You
1: you couldn't even fish. It's so sh- sh- steep down. Yeah, it's weird.
0: makes you wonder how where, you know, the yeah. feed, like these zones are that these fish go to.
1: Yeah, like for some reason not, like getting like. At range. like, right. Like, you know, I was, I was just thinking, like, just, it's, it's an odd reservoir.
0: How far it's out changed. are you fishing when you go there? I'm
1: over 100 yards.
0: Really? Yeah. Corey, cool, that's a chuck, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and it's like just silt mud. But this year's been odd fishing. This, the, the water I fish here has changed every year. Yeah. It's really been a challenging thing. There was a time for a couple of years we caught them on pack. But now it seemed like I tested a few years back that if I just would get down here like four o'clock, three o'clock, stick 50, 60, 70 boilers as far as I could and cast as far as I could, I'd manage two or three fish and I'd only <laughs> there for three hours, just like the other day. That's not bad going, is it really? No one's really? fished it for a month and a half. And my other buddies were fishing it for a month or two before, baiting it up, going there, and really couldn't do anything. It was kind of interesting which makes me think maybe putting a lot a lot a lot of bait might not be the
0: thing cuz we used to have a yeah. we have a boat there
1: we put, yeah. put 5 gallons yeah we put 5 gallons of maize but
0: maybe i don't know might be the key to to, to how yeah. they want it you know yeah. little little bit often yeah they did there but maybe they don't yeah. like that.
1: Well, maybe it attracts a lot of small fish
0: oh, i have no it idea could it could very well be that that's it's kind of something to look into that's always something that's interested me on different waters and you know like yeah. obviously everywhere's Slightly different, isn't it? It's never the same. Yeah, it's just figuring it out. And- I'll tell you something with fishing.
1: You know, personally, listen. I've caught some decent fish. I'm not a big fish guy.
0: Yeah, my biggest to this insight. day is
1: only thirty-seven ten yeah. for all these years. I just, I'm just not that. What I am is, I think that I can go when I go, and I always say I like the least I can manage a fish, and yeah. I do. Yeah. And I don't like people like a one-dimensional fisherman. They like the same rig. They like the same bait. Sure. They don't care where it is. They're going to use it. Magical. It it's ridiculous. <laughs> you have to adjust.
0: Yeah. But um, – Well, if you don't, you can't you – don't, you don't learn much, do you? If you're doing the same thing, you can't over uh, – you know, like adapt and – Yeah. And, and kind of figure the fish out because that's really what it is that we do, isn't it? I mean – Yeah. We, you know, we go to these waters, unsure of what we might get. Got to figure the, the water out. You know, um, a little bit of watercraft comes into play, where the fish are. Yeah, and it's just, uh,
1: I don't know. It's like I still to this day, all these years in fishing carp, don't consider myself a real good fisherman because I can't control the fish.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, used to, can. Have, <laughs>
1: yes, I used to have <laughs> pigeons. That's right. Yeah. In the city. Yeah. I had them as a kid. And then I had it when I got in Queens. I bought a house. No, I had you,
0: these are race, race pigeons? No racing
1: pigeons. These were oh, regular. Okay. And I had them for 15 years on my roof. Well, I'm not bragging stuff like that, but my pigeons did things that no one else did. I, I had a performing stock. I, I, I can't oh, explain geez. if you don't know it, yeah, but it's right, a performing right. stock. I wanted them to do one. A lot of times people have pigeons. They'll have two, 300 pigeons and they, they let them out and they clap well, around. How thing. many did you have? Well, I with breeders and all, at the end of breeding season, maybe 800.
0: Wow. Now, what like what was the setup for, like, obviously, like, housing them and keeping them? I had them? a
1: big roof on a coop. It might have been, like, 10 by 20. Then I had another coop where I had some breeders in it, you know, I, for breeders. I still use them, but they breed. But the pigeons, I had a performing stock, and I only – a lot of guys would have their pigeons come out. A lot of people would get complaints about pigeons because they – even nowadays, you know, they – Pull over, man.
0: Crab, yeah. Man, okay. Okay. Yeah. Get a little over the messy or whatever.
1: Yeah. I didn't do that. My pigeons were. I let them out. They go do their thing. They did their fly. I trained them, and I trained them. And I trained them. Took care of them. Cleaned it. Let them in. And stuff like that. And I was able. To, they did things because, and I could control, it, even though they were an animal. But I've never found that with fish. I can't do that with yeah. fish. It's
0: a whole nother. The concept, pigeon was there.
1: It? If I had a pigeon that was in his flock and and flew away from the flock, well, I'd get rid of that pigeon. Or if a pigeon got too old, let's put it this way: I had a, my, when I flew the pigeons in the performing stock, none of the none of the the pigeons were more than three years old. Right. Because, well, listen, if you have a guy uh, fifteen years old and you have a guy thirty-five years old, oh, who do you think is yeah. going to beat it? Yeah. So that was the thing. A lot of people don't know that, but with the fishing, that's the one thing that eludes me. It's just they're yeah, odd. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Like you say, like you fish somewhere. <laughs> You can catch them, catch them, catch them, and if you if you hammer it too much, something happens. You see it with Beeville yeah. or Troy, all these big places. And I've, and I've had fishings many times where, I, you know, I'd get mad at people because they'd fish it. And I'd say, don't do that for a variety of reasons. First of all, when hammer, you do that, but then the wrong people see it.
0: Yeah. Then you get down, and the West guy Street, with you it? get
1: a guy with the with the breadcrumb with the six hooks and a rod, <laughs> and they keep everything. I was I was down there. There was a there's a lake up here in, in um, outside of Monticello, and there was a a Russian guy, a Polish, whatever, you know. And he's fishing, and he's catching these. I see he has a thing there. Sunfish has some perch. He it's
0: had a, a yellow mixed, mixed yellow perch. Fish,
1: yeah. I said, what the, what do you do with all them? Oh, grind and make fish patties. I mean, grind and make fish patties. Yeah, I said, what? What do you? I said, do you clean them out? Not oh, the whole thing. I said, lips, fins, whole thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't give you that an eel. That's what he said. You mix um, it with bread. I said, what do you?
0: Oh, yeah, the, flour, right? Delicious. They fry them up. And I said, it. you don't think
1: like the fin sticks you in the mouth? Oh, no, they grind that. That's what he said to me. <laughs>
0: Jesus. Now I obviously um yeah, <laughs> right, I imagine that. Of that my mind now. <laughs> That's what he said. Now um you touched on something that, you know, I think is beneficial but not and not at different times of the year or different times in general, depending on what water it is, but that is how much or how many people are fishing in one place at one yes. time. Now, do you think that is good and bad? I mean, I've seen waters quite big. Lakes and reservoirs, but I've seen a lot more action in terms of anglers coming to fish it, and the fishing's gotten better. But I've also seen it do the opposite. Now, in your mind, is that like obviously you've you've seen waters that have gone from one extreme to the other? Yeah.
1: Right? Let, let's just say Tamaham reservoir. Yeah. That was a hard winter. When when we started fishing it more. Yeah. The fish got acclimated to it did, didn't bait. It. Yeah. I mean, you back off and you start going like now. It's hard to fish it because it, they'll I've go back to recently. their natural sources.
0: Yeah, it, it just is. It's gotten like I mean, you go back five years ago, it was yeah. on fire. You fish it now, you'd be good luck if you get a yeah. fish out of there.
1: But right, vice versa. But if you get a a place with a,
0: a lot of fish, nah, I, mean,
1: you can't, I mean, people can keep fishing and fishing. And yeah, never but still, stop. It does, but, does but you'll change, see this, the fish will get smaller. You won't get those big fish. You yeah, know, won't not. Yeah, here's another thing too. It's interesting too, right? You bait an area for two or three days. First fish is a twenty-five. Every other fish you have, to add it can't even break fifteen pounds. When you first went there, because like, say you put a little more bait out there, right? Like when you first get there, like I, I fished a spot one time. I was baiting it for like a week. I did. I put two five-gallon pails of maize. I <laughs> went with the boat and dumped it. Yeah, three days. I went uh, Monday, Wednesday, kind of staggered and Friday. It, yeah. I always stagger it. Yeah. You know? And I always put bait the, the last day I'm gonna the bait before I fish. So and when I got there with the boat, I just put a little bait out. Set so, my thing. First fish was twenty six pounds. I'm like, oh man, I
0: found a fish. We're spot. off to a flyer. It was, yeah, it's it's was called
1: swing bridge reservoir over right. in the yeah, I, think I couldn't I catch there a couple of times. I couldn't maybe. catch nothing over fourteen pounds after yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of small fish in there though. They just moved in, they dominated it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, yeah. before I put that bait, they probably guzzled it all up. When I put the little one, the little ones came running over, and that was the end of the big one. I think he just said, "I'm out." Yeah, and I the
0: think. big fish, you know, they. like I mean, we I know think. they kind of tend to either they stick to their own or small pods, don't they? So,
1: yeah, you're right because uh, you know, even like in the tournaments, yeah, you get like a twenty-seven or twenty-eight. I tell you, get your rods back out there because you'd be surprised; you'll get Pick like two of one. them.
0: Yeah, that, true. Uh, you think that's going to be the way for the for the full tournament down on the Connecticut River? Oh, I think so.
1: Yeah, looking, you get a big fish, to I get my rods out there. Because actually watch you it uh I will say when I did the tournament, sometimes one of my teammates, Val, you know, uh, he always has the third rod set up. They're ready to go. He only used two rods. Yeah. But a lot of times I wouldn't do it. He says, hey, why don't you have a third rod? I'm like, mm. So he bugged me. But it's true. So now I so do So you've got it
0: ready to go once yeah. the fish is in the neck. Like when I did – uh, now
1: now when I do it up there, I always have, you know, three rods, fish two. When I'm – if I get a run, I just go. It's the same thing and I just put it back out. If I get a fish, I'm not waiting. You know, if it's in the net,
0: Yeah, valve, fish in yeah. the net, grab the other rod, net cast it, it back right, out. Let the
1: guys take care of the thing there. Yeah, I take the rod, shh, yeah. and then I can mess with yeah, the I rod Yeah, I think that's later.
0: key, isn't it, to these tournaments? Yeah. kind of efficiency and- Sometimes they'll, they'll come in packs, on. the
1: big fish, and if you lose that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's what I said. It's a learning thing there. And I, like, I've been doing you know, <clears throat> a long time. And like I said, you know, a lot of people that I fish with now, I just met them 20 years ago. and yeah. I, they learned a lot of stuff from me, I believe. It's a, and now it's a I learn from them.
0: Yeah. It's a huge world, but the carp carp family and the carp scene is a small, well-known yeah. community, isn't it? So
1: I will tell you one thing yeah. that I think people much go. Sometimes people get to a point, they think they know everything.
0: Still learning. If you
1: think you know everything, you'll never be a good of anything. Like when <laughs> I had the pigeons. Yeah. Listen, I had the top pigeon stock. But this one year, this guy, they called him Limpy John. <laughs> his flights, his birds did things I couldn't believe. I'm like, I said, John, what the hell's going on here? It was only for, he only had it for two years. But.
0: You just knew a certain technique or whatever. He said, well,
1: like, you know what? He said, I don't feed him no corn. You know, may, you know, yeah. mix pigeon feed the yellow corn. Right. I don't fish no corn. I said, really? He said, yeah, it's too much carbohydrates. You feed him peas and stuff like that. It's more protein. I mean, really? <laughs> and I used to feed him like racing feed and then had a lot of corn and, well, I changed over. And I noticed a difference. difference yeah. My fishing, my, you know, so it's the same thing. If crazy? you don't learn, I, that's for me, I will never. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I try to give my opinions to people sometimes. No, too, you know, I think it's- Too much, because I'm not a guy who hides anything.
0: I'm yeah, not. Yeah, it's good, it's good to share that information yeah. and, and kind of help others along the way, yeah. isn't it? I think it's it's a sport yeah. that, especially here in the US, it's a sport that's still growing, it's still very much, infant, you know, in its yeah. infancy- and it's important to help yeah. help people kind of help. And a lot grow. of times,
1: I, what I've experienced, and I found that was just a waste of time. I try to confer it. You know, sometimes sometimes, yeah. sometimes people take me the wrong way. It's good intention, yeah. but of you course. know, sometimes everybody yeah. has to do their own thing. But I found yeah. out. I'll tell you something. Carp fishing is just a simplicity thing. It's nothing. There. Yeah. I mean, over, and, over I overseas and stuff of. like that, there might be a reason for all the rigs and stuff like that. Because look is, at those 100%, 100%. lake,
0: There is, 100%.
1: They got like 25 fish in there. They know everyone. <laughs> and they could fish them for months and never get one. And no, you it. have to trick them. Yeah. But over here, it ain't.
0: No. Absolutely. Now, I mean, um, next, like. I like to kind of get people's thoughts on the progression of of the sport, yeah. carp fishing here. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, you know you've been in it a while. You, see, you know, you know yeah. the game. And you yeah. Kind of, how do you see it progressing over the over the next, you know, five ten years? You think it's going to continue to grow and build, uh, you know, more momentum?
1: I think they're going to start out a lot of tournaments.
0: Yeah, you think that's the way forward? People are starting to like that. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm so I'm, I'm sorry, I'm my age. I wish I was ten or fifteen years younger back in my fifties. I mean it's hard of me, but I still do it and my You're team. still in it though. Yeah, yeah. my team says until I say no, they'll they'll put up with the old guy. But I do <laughs> all right, I guess. But anyway, but uh, yeah. But it, it it is more. It it yeah, like look at Big Buck Tapple. He makes it, they they sell
0: a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot more guys now yeah, than there were five years ago. Like so.
1: like I think uh, Mike said, you yeah. go now and people see your fish and go, oh, I've seen that before, whereas, whereas yes. 20 years ago, man, i never seen that before. What is that, that little, you know, yeah. they had no idea like that.
0: It's, it's it's just a funny world. You know, I, I feel like it's definitely, uh, it's, it's obviously continuously growing. It's getting yeah. bigger, every, you know, every month, or every year, or whatever. Uh, it's just it's just nice to hear you know other people's thoughts on it and um, where 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 would you like to see it in your mind? You-
1: well, I tell you, I makes <laughs> me feeling. I had a friend of mine I have to mention because not talked to me, Jimmy Hubert. <laughs> Everybody knows in this company. I don't know if right. you know him, but he's an old-time beginning carper. He was one of the early days.
0: Do, is he a cag old cag guy? Oh, yeah. he
1: was the be Ask Nigel Jen about Jimmy Hubert, <laughs> but he had a bad reputation. Whatever. Okay. But he said to me, "He didn't want it to get any bigger. I don't like it any bigger." He goes, "Pretty soon, you know what'll happen? We used to be able to fish. There'll be ten guys fishing, and there's a little bit of." He was my friend, and we fished a lot. There's yeah. a little bit of that. I like the tournament, but you know, if it really got to be ridiculously popular, you know what I'm saying? The I, yeah. Connecticut River, you wouldn't have a good spot. I don't know. I'm. Don't take so, me the I, wrong way.
0: I, I, like I said, I, you know, I mentioned to Mike before when we talked on this topic, kind of this subject. Uh, I feel that there is room for everyone. There is, and I, I, yeah. I mean, look at the size of the country. Yeah, look at the it size like of the open, waters. Right.
1: It would yeah. never oh, get that way.
0: I mean, yeah. you ne- I yeah. mean, there's waters that haven't even been scratched the surface yet, and they're still yeah,
1: like up around here. Fish. I mean, there's like, like I just asked you with this lake there. I yeah. want to test that out. Give it it's a go. not that far from here. It's an hour drive from no, here. No,
0: give it a go. It's there are some liking. waters
1: around here. You know, it's yeah. well
0: worth well worth a visit up
1: there. I have a, a piece of water down in, in the town is called Hold Holdcudsville, and there's uh, a it's actually the stream goes through one. And years ago, it was dammed up, and they said they used to uh, barges went through it. Really? It's, if you look at it, when the water's up with the little dam they have. It looks like it's a big thing, and, and a few people fish it. They can cast out on you, and you're in like a foot of water. The only thing is, the mm. middle has this little trench that runs right through it. And it's not, it maybe could be. It's probably the old river, the old 20 creek. 20 foot apart. It's only like six foot deep. Yeah. But if you fish that trench, you get some nice carp.
0: See, there you go. I, I don't
1: fish it a <laughs> lot, but I still think there's a huge fish. One day, I was, I was, stopped my car, I seen two guys fishing there, and Believe it or not They were the ones You don't want fishing there Yeah You know With the six hooks
0: <laughs> the six So I hookers, just wanted yeah. to see <laughs> What they were doing And whatnot. Yeah And when I came I stopped my car
1: And I was walking up there. I was like I had to park up there I seen a guy Grab something And dump something In the back of his pick Truck Right And it looked like A huge Huge tail I think they had A huge Huge Fish <laughs> Because I said uh, one guy, guy told me that his uh, his father one time caught a a thirty seven at us. But if you have seen this place? He was like, "Wow,
0: it's surprising, isn't it?" it has sometimes yeah. these these older lakes uh, kind of in the middle. Like of this nowhere. would be if
1: a person like la- it was a, a float fisherman, yeah. like uh, Miguel, and my val- they did you know, did a good float fish. did perfect, but uh, it's a nice little piece of water not far from here, only like five minutes away. Well,
0: maybe we have to get together and check check it out. It's, see, it's an odd place.
1: Sounds good. It's it's alongside the road, you know.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, um, I, I just, I want to take a, you know, a moment to thank, thank you for having me up here. Okay. No, thank um, you for
1: asking me to do this. Yeah, it's it's really
0: cool. I'm really enjoying doing these and especially kind of, you know, like I mentioned before that capturing that historic factor and kind of some backstories and, you know, how guys got into it and just kind of the growth and where it's come from to where it is now, the scene, I think it's important to have that and look back on it and, um, Ed, Ed Wagner, thanks ever so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to do it. it was
1: I will say, people mixed the, missed the heyday. Yeah. 95, 96, 97, those days there. You know, Nigel Griffin, you know, you know, Quid, and Pat Kerwin. Yes. Pat Kerwin, that guy. <laughs> that just gets Guy Fish on that He's easy to be lucky or he's a genius, but one or the other. no matter what, <laughs> just like Nigel. Yeah. yeah, no one be catching nothing. Yeah. I mean, when we were on the, one time down there in Pennsylvania on the a, 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 a water that goes through there, no one's catching nothing. He comes down there, he's there 10 minutes, he gets an 18 pounder. It was like ridiculous, and he won the, the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I will say a lot of my fishing I mimic from Nigel Griffin. Nigel yeah. Griffin's very simple, and yeah. that's how yeah. my approach yeah. I did. We all kind of learned a lot from him and Fran and Pat and
0: oh, that's fantastic. Phil
1: Saunders
0: and- yeah, yeah old gb it was fun <laughs> it was a
1: lot of, it was so exciting
0: so uh, that's great it's really fantastic to hear hear everything yeah. that's gone on over the years so again thanks thanks so much for hey, taking time no, thank you. appreciate it as always thank you for joining us and listening in on this episode of the big carp news podcast if you are enjoying this content be sure to follow along subscribing to us and listening in to us on one of the many podcast platform outlets also a huge thank you to ed wagner for taking the time out and allowing us to come up to his new home in the catskill mountains and sharing some fantastic moments and memories from his carp angling for more upcoming episodes of the big carp news podcast written articles product reviews and much much more be sure to check out the big carp news website over at www bigcarp.news and also don't forget to check out big carp tackle over at www.bigcarptackle.com for all your carp tackle needs right here in the USA. Stay safe and stay carpy.